In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. This week on The Bachelor, Bachelor Nation is in a flurry as a former contestant's tweets come back to bite her. Then, it's Women Tell All Week, but did the women tell us anything? Plus, all the things you didn't see on this season of The Bachelor. All that and more. It's the most dramatic episode ever. This is The Bachelor. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. I'm um, Gary Bradshaw. And I am Jared Freed. And we are all offended <laughs> this week. <laughs> Before we get into that, wait, Jared, I think you have some exciting news, right? For I, wait, I th- thank you so much. I have a stand-up special coming out tonight on YouTube, 9 o'clock. Um, it's all material about the social anxieties of 2020. I taped it on New Year's Eve from Indianapolis. It's 35 minutes. It's free. At 9 o'clock tonight, it stays on YouTube until the end of time. And really, I just want you guys, if you enjoy the type of things, especially the first topic that we're going to get into, it's all kind of about that type of stuff of the, you know, uh, you know, comparing problems and issues and 2020 and just that whole thing of like, how do we act right? How do we do the right thing? So it's all about 2020. And I want people to go check it out. It's on YouTube, youtube.com slash Jared Freed. It's all over my social media. I've been very annoying about it, but that's my plug. Thank you for letting me say a couple words about it. But everyone, I want you guys to watch, enjoy, laugh, share, comment, like, all that stuff. So, but let's get into today's episode. Well, I'm going to be tuning in. Duh. Thank you. I'm Hang also um, laughing because you were like, he has some exciting news. I was like, oh my God, he's engaged. This is happening. And I didn't know. Like, I thought this was like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I would truly i was like it's it's 8 a.m and i was not ready but i'm very no. excited for your show uh, it's happening <laughs> i hold up my finger <laughs> it's um, happening okay. a youtube special that i made myself you know it's a like full half a- hour uh they literally have those like half hour proposal videos on youtube that do people they have- really you can find full. I saw one that was literally 29 minutes long. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I was like, no. imagine sitting for 29 minutes watching waiting a compilation video of yourself waiting. Even I worse, can't. imagine being in their family and they have that moment where they're like, let's watch the video. Like they have to show that and you have to sit there. That's like 7 million times worse than like a video buffering on your friend's phone that they're trying to show you. Like, can you imagine? Let's watch it. No, I don't want to watch you skip through a forest. Like Let's a watch it again. Yeah. You know, ugh, ugh, that's horrible. <laughs> well, this horrible. is this this special is a little bit better than that. So I I, <laughs> I, I want everyone to go check it out. But I, I thank you. It's not um, anything life changing <laughs> except. <laughs> You never know. Um, you never okay, know. but also um, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram yes. at the Bachelor and um, the ba- 
I don't know our Instagram handle. Erin, the Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. Uh, she she stops running the social for a month and a half and just forgets <laughs> what they're called. And I've forgotten everything. I don't even get fed some of our stuff anymore. And people are sending me Bachelor posts. They're like, um, and I was like, um, I didn't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, make sure you guys are following us on there because we're keeping you guys up to date on everything that's going on in Bachelor Nation because there is so much going on in Bachelor Nation right now. Um, which I really want to touch on a few topics before we get into the women tell all on this episode. Um, let's start off with some good news. We finally have our host for after the final rose. Emmanuel, yes. is it Acho? Acho. Acho. Acho, I think. He's I'm, a sports guy, and so I'm assuming Jared was going to know. No, <laughs> I was I, looking for Jared, looking at Jared's <laughs> confirmation. Oh, you used to play in the NFL. You used to play at Texas. Uh, He's he does uh, uncomfortable conversations with a black guy. That's the name of his series or in his book as well. I think he's the perfect choice, right? Like, uh, yeah. wasn't this exciting? I think this is really, really exciting. And I um, at first I was nervous because I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be somebody who hasn't seen the show before. And like, it's kind of nice to have somebody obviously who's seen the show who can kind of navigate all of this. But at the same time, this is a situation we haven't really dealt with in this, um, especially to this like magnitude. Uh, so I think it might be good to have uh, an outside perspective. And I actually um, had, it was like two years ago, I was watching an uninterrupted show. It's LeBron James's media company and they were doing mm -hmm. a show with him on it. And um, you could like submit tweets or whatever. And I submitted my tweet and he brought up my tweet on the show and talked about my oh, tweet. Wow. So oh my when God. I tagged him in the post, I was like, oh my God, I already know who this guy <laughs> is. So that was my um, worst fear last night when they were bringing up tweets uh, at the women tell all. Oh I was God. like, Dana's like, what would you do if they brought up a tweet from The Bachelor? And I'd be like, it definitely would not be one of the ones that's like, look how sweet and amazing. I would just <laughs> die in my chair. Um, <laughs> well, well, Emmanuel, Atro, I think like, you know, I, I understand like wanting someone from the universe to be the host. But like, to me, he's a great question asker. And, yeah. you know, even his initial tweet where he's like, it's about, you know, he did he mention empathy? Like, I think that was a part of his initial tweet. And you're like, you know, from some people, that kind of sounds like, you know, lip service. From him, like, all his stuff lands in that world of, like, asking the right questions, asking questions without, like, you know, judging someone. And I think, like, there's major questions to be asked of everyone that's been on the season that are very difficult. And he's, like, an expert in that, right? Right. Yeah. I also think having it's like with the Cuomo thing where it's like we need an outside investigator. That's mm -hmm. what Bachelor. I'm like, we don't need somebody that's been under ABC's thumb for the past 15 years to be the one that comes in and does this. We also don't need like a lot of the former contestants and a lot of the people on The Bachelor, as we're seeing with, you know, kind of the next subject that we're going to get into. They're in the follower economy. Like mm -hmm. where where followers are currency, so they don't ask things that might get them in trouble with their base. Emmanuel Acho doesn't deal in follower economy. That guy is is you know working for a network. Like I don't think the idea of like pissing off his following really crosses his mind. Whereas a bachelor contestant, it does. Like and yeah. I've done things with you know for we've all met these 
former contestants, former people, where they kind of like, if you say something that's like a joke or like kind of like giving like an opinion on the show, they just sit there and go <laughs> and like kind of laugh along because they're just like, they, the, the, the option of having no opinion is easier than having one. So yeah, I think I Emmanuel, Emmanuel like brings such a great, you know, uh, he doesn't have the, he has different skin in the game. Agreed. So yes, that he is has, a perfect has, way to put it. He has money in the game as well, instead of just followers. <laughs> like he's getting yeah. paid to interview, which mm-hmm. is, is yeah. It's not about I the mean, next job for him. I don't think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, side note: um, we I we need to talk about Rachel Lindsay also um, deactivating her Instagram account uh, because she has been getting so much hate and being bullied. She basically got bullied off of Instagram because of, um, you know, all this Chris Harrison stuff. And it. speaking of though, too, like while on the topic of follower currency that Rachel Lindsay doesn't need followers for her money either. She's getting paid, uh, plenty for the TV show that she's on and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I'm happy for her in that regard, but the fact that she's bullied off Instagram because Chris Harrison may or may not have been fired because he's literally not at the after the final rose. If you are sliding into Rachel's DMs to bully her off Instagram, like that, a goddamn life. I yeah. can't like who does that? That imagine yeah. the type of person that does that at all. Yeah, it just it, it makes you feel sad. You know, yeah. like and, and like not to start this podcast on a somber, sad note, but like it just makes you feel sad to think that someone could like, you know, take it upon themselves to like think that they're going to be you know the sheriff of everything that goes on in the world. Like it, it's just it's it's upsetting because you think of like, who's the type of person that would do that? And you're like, oh, that's the saddest type of person. Yeah. Very and and true. it's just she's the one she didn't do anything wrong all she was doing is asking the questions you know what i mean it's not she didn't say anything other than ask these questions and that's how it ended up coming out of his mouth and that's not on her so uh she also had nothing to do with him getting not being at after the final row she didn't make that decision you know like no she she's just the the Exactly. She's just like the messenger of his terrible message, basically. Well, the um, the Bachelor account has finally posted something yeah. uh, from all of this. They finally posted something, and it's from the executive producers, and it says, as, a, as executive producer of the Bachelor franchise, we would like to make it perfectly clear that any harassment directed towards Rachel Lindsay in this aftermath of her interview with Chris Harrison is completely inexcusable. Rachel's received an unimaginable amount of hate and has been subjected to severe online bull- bullying, which more often than not has been rooted back in racism. That is totally unacceptable. Rachel has been an incredible advocate for our cast, and we are grateful that she has worked tirelessly towards racial equity and inclusion. So th- it's really interesting to see the bachelor post because we haven't seen them post anything it's like the bachelor account you know mm. like that is a place that is all sacred to just yeah. it's a show it's fun it's about finding love and they finally have said something and to be honest looking at those comments in on that post is so horrifying <laughs> i mean the top comments are like uh bring back chris harrison we don't care about Lindsay," and it's like all i mean it's i mean they make me sick they're they're yeah sick yes i mean i don't know what else there is to say other than it's like 
what type of person is doing this and uh, on a different but same note who like stands chris harrison to begin with like this is the sword you're gonna die on for chris harrison i i I just don't even understand well they they don't there's no sword for them to die on you know there's no consequence for the person with a faceless account that comes in and says hateful horrible things um and that's really you know the a, a lot of the issue is like you don't even have to like mail a letter to send hate you right. know like you just sign on to a free account and it's like so there's no like there's no investment there's no consequence there's nothing to like hold someone back from being that person and that's the sad part is like oh you don't even have like the human thing in you to go um th- not say these things to someone you know Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's bring up our last uh, topic of the day, which I have received so many DMs about this in particular. Um, if you guys didn't didn't know or haven't seen, this is kind of kind of recent. Uh, Taylor Nolan, she was on Nick Viall's season of The Bachelor. She's known for like the emotional intelligence thing, and um, she has been using her platform for the past at least a year, um, you know, to educate people on like. Uh, Black Lives Matter and mental health and, um, you know, sex positivity and uh, some tweets have recently surfaced. And I mean, not just a few, but I saw this page and it was just like a whole aggregated page of all of Taylor's tweets. And um, there is a lot of um, really disappointing and cringy and harmful tweets out there from her. I don't want to read them specifically, but um, because they could, yeah, but Google it, they could be very triggering to anyone, but she has hit every single group, um, the LGBTQ community, they, uh, anti-Semitism. Jared had said before we started, he was like, Oh, we're finally bonded. Like she came for all, three of our minority groups every single <laughs> one of us uh, one i mean of us. i mean if I, if you go through the tweets and um see what she said it is they are very alarming and almost scary because they're not it's not just a tweet that's um i mean i can't even defend it it's there's nothing it's hate speech it's straight up hate speech it's wow. like full on like high school. And I think she probably was in high school at the time of these. I don't know how old she is. I was, I think it was, they were in like 2012, 2013. Yeah, um, they were 2011. And then, or I'm sure there were some in 2013, but the ones that I saw mainly were in 2011. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, she was in high school because I'm definitely at least four years older than her. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is like someone logged in and was like, 
let me tweet the most offensive things I can possibly mm-hmm. think of to offend everyone who's ever been to a Cold Stone Creamery. Like the the tweets in it, because she also says that in like she's like the only type of people that go to cream stone, Cold Stone Creamery are bleep and bleep and fat bleep and blah, like literally just like lists um it's insane shit it's it's literally like one of my high school bullies got into uh or someone got into one of my high school bullies twitter accounts yeah uh, it, it's uh i i kind of just skimmed them as i do most of these things and i'm even though even you know <laughs> even when the the issue is my group i kind of just i'm like okay you know i don't know really what to to say or do but like i I do like her apology kind of hinged on the idea yeah. that people are looking for things <clears throat> to, f- to get her because of her work on the other side. And there is an, there is a element and you guys told me before we started, you're getting this sent to you from a bunch of people. Like mm-hmm. I'm not getting it as much. Um, thankfully I don't really want to be sent every horrible thing in the world, but like, um, you're getting it sent to you because it turns into this like grade school mentality. We're like, well, well, look at what they're doing. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's like and and I'm a person and I don't know about you guys, but I, I've been using this phrase a lot. Like I'm trying to look for net positives. Like mm-hmm. I want more good people on Earth rather than less good people. And that's the most, you know, <laughs> you know, play the, mo- the more, you know, song at the end of that. But like I I. I like a person like Taylor Nolan, I don't think she's an evil person. Like I don't think she she can't be redeemed. And I think like that's where to me a lot of this lands in like you know, okay, like like I think a lot of people from the from the people that are trying to call out Taylor are like you called someone I like out. Now it's your turn to get called out. It's like where does this get us? You yeah. know? Like where do I, like I do feel like it's when, you know, when like someone goes through their boyfriend or girlfriend's phone and is like, I found this shit on your phone. And it's yeah. like, well, you went through my phone. But if you don't find anything, then that's when you're the shitty person. But if you mm-hmm. do find something, yeah. then it's a problem. <laughs> right. That's kind of the same situation where I'm like, yeah, if they dug back to her tweets and didn't find anything like you crazy sons of bitches, but they did find something. Also, like the fact that she has been so vocal about people's old tweets and stuff. That's where I'm like, well, you did it too. You were coming for people from tweets for that long ago. And also, you didn't think to look back on your Twitter. You knew that you at one time lived your life like the the person that tweets all of that stuff. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I, I think like a but like. You know, there is this element of like, there's nothing to take away from Taylor. So people just kind of yell at her like that's yeah, that's where this like Chris Harrison thing where you go, well, there was something to take like there was nothing to take away from Rachel. She's already taped the show there. And so people get even more frustrated because then people like again, back to like the follower economy, people get frustrated because then people, you know, run to their side and their team and there's nothing one can do about it. You kind of feel a little bit helpless and something like that because you're like, like to me, like. I don't think like I'm buying anything with Taylor's promo codes anyways, you know, yeah. <laughs> like I don't no, think I was yeah. going to, you know, I wasn't going to buy something with Rachel's promo codes anyways, but that it, it, it's a little bit, I think it makes people feel less impactful when they're like, 
someone they wouldn't even have followed is a person that they disagree with or disagree with at a certain time. And then they're just like, I just need everyone to hate them as much as I do so that nobody supports them at any time ever. And it's like, I, I don't know, you know, Taylor seemed to be doing good things for, for people, you know, recently, like yeah, but she has. beyond these, you know, so like if it's in Taylor's background and it's in other people's back, you know, I think everyone's just like looking to call someone out so that they don't get called out. I think the problem, um, the main issue, along with obviously the horrifying things that she said, was were the apologies, um, mm. multiple, and it started off with you know an IGTV apology that was like something crazy long, like I want to say thirty minutes. Oh, and now it's so playing. Long. I didn't mean to <laughs> play it. <laughs> um, yeah, it was thirty minutes long, and um, she posted it the same day that everything came out. And you know, you think about it, and you're like, well, she she's probably thinking about it as, oh, I need to say something now because um, that's what we had such a problem with everyone else is because they waited too long to speak up and to you know address and like to hold themselves accountable. But I think she. Um, failed at this because she spoke too soon and didn't really take in what had happened and how she should how she should address this in a way that um, didn't make her look worse and it unfortunately made her look worse and um, it was more of a she even said it herself in her second apology which was a notes app tweet um, but she was like uh, going through all of this stuff and she said that you know the people who are bringing these out are people who are wanting to bring me down blah 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 and sort of just saying like i'm only apologizing to the people who i offended um and then she did another apology because she knew those first two were kind of fucked up and she finally said like yesterday's apology it wasn't an apology it was a reaction and that's totally true what her mm. her attempted apologies were just reactions to what had happened um sort of defending herself and um more of a fence than a um i'm sorry i did this like holy shit and uh i i think that was the the main issue is that she was and she's not accepting apologies from other people like she's like well um you know that's not good enough it's like okay well then why is yours good enough so she has in the past not accepted apologies. Yeah, from other she's people? she's been saying that about like Chris and like uh, X, Y, and Z, saying like things aren't. This is not enough, and it's like okay, well, when is it enough? Because now you're out here apologizing, and it's like, so you're expecting sure. us to think this is enough. But that's that, I think that's why people like try to compare the two, which they're not comparable. Like the, no. The, Every situation is on its own. Chris's situation, Rachel's situation, Taylor's mm -hmm. situation, all on its own, but they all have in common of like uh, what you just said is so right. And that's, I think what people kind of put their fists up against is this like, so there's no like mathematical way back, you know, it's very right. much vague. And when someone says, I don't accept your apology, it's like, you know, then, you know, then what is it? What, what, what can be done? Pe and then people say, well, that's not my responsibility to tell you what to be done. Th then it's like, okay, so then that's just a way of saying, I'm always an evil person to you. And it's like, I have to say, like, I, I do, like, whenever these things happen with Jews, my my favorite, and, and not to make, I, I'm just only giving the perspective I can relate to. Yeah, let's go. I, I, I love when, in, when a rabbi, 
like reaches out to the person. Like I, I, I genuinely feel good. You can poke holes in that. You can say that's sappy. But when a rabbi reaches out to like, like when Julian Edelman reaches out to someone who says things that are anti-Semitic or could be considered anti-Semitic, when, a, when like a rabbi is like, hey, come over to my office, let's talk about it. Like I am like genuinely hopeful in that, in that scenario. I'm genuinely like touched by that because I'm like, there we go. Yeah, talk it out. Let's hear what the disagreement is. Let's, let's figure mm-hmm. something out. Like, like going back to Emmanuel, Emmanuel hosting The Bachelor, like, his original tweet is all felt very much in that vein of let's let's hash it out, you know, and not yeah. like and I think like some people again, I can't tell people how to feel. Some people will go, well, my I, I could never forgive and forget. That's OK. But I'm just saying when when that's the lead person, I think a lot of people feel a little bit more like, OK, well, now you care about net positives. Now you care about. You don't just care about putting someone down to make yourself look better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I, I, if, if there's no, um, end to like, if there's no, if, if you're never going to be happy and like, if someone being like, I, I'm doing the work, I'm doing this, like what kind of is the point of the discussion? I guess like if we don't want people to learn and change, um, then what's the point of, of even trying to talk to them about it? Like to say that everyone who said faggot, cause that's also what she said about a thousand times in those tweets yeah. mm-hmm. in 2011. If I hated everyone that said that in 2011, I would hate like so many people that I'm friends with probably now. Like it mm. was like people said that word a lot in, in high school and college. And, and that was just unfortunately like the case. So I have straight male friends now who I'm sure said shit like that back then. And now, and if I found out that they did, I know that's not how they are now Mm. or even how they were then they didn't realize the magnitude of what, what it was they were saying. So I don't, I do think as much as I don't like Taylor, like even like I I have no uh, horse in this race, but I do think like she didn't, she's not a bad person. I guess. I mean, she's representative of, of the next person that's going to, it's going to come up with like, yeah, you know, like Taylor, Again, I, I just like Chris says, I have no horse in this race. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, like, I, I do take a little bit of exception when like people go on Twitter and they're like, I have never, you know, it's like, <laughs> you've never like, yeah, there's hateful shit out there. It sucks. You know, like, yeah. uh, how do we make it? So how do we make it? So there's less people doing that than more, you know, like, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I'm just tired. <laughs> yeah, I feel. I'm like, I'm like, if we could just get through like a week without somebody from Bachelor Nation being revealed as like a, a formerly terrible person <laughs> or a current terrible be person, amazing. that would be amazing. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Well, listen, let's have fun with last night's episode because I think there were fun moments. I think there's things to talk about. I think, um, you know, did you guys do you guys have a name for last night's episode? Yeah, I have one. Um, Mine is the women literally told us nothing. (laughs) LOL. (laughs) Wait, mine was the women tell some. (laughs) I I literally had much to say about nothing. (laughs) I'm glad we're all on the same same page. Yeah, I think we're all on the same page. Yeah, there was, it, it, well, I think we said this on the last episode where it's like there we've seen the women tell all. Like we got so much infighting in the house and that was all the season centered on that like mm-hmm. this is kind of a repeat, wasn't it? Yeah. I yeah, I mean, it, it they just kept bringing back the same stuff that we we had just talked about and I think that um especially like all the interviews that they did at the end with like the separate people um I'm kind of like I didn't need to see a recap of all these people. Like I just saw Serena's date. I just saw like, Mm. we just saw those people. I would have rather seen people who maybe had um, uh, like, let's get Jasenia up there. Yeah. Like I would, I would have loved to see her go up. I don't know. I thought they had, yeah. I mean, we started with MJ and Jasenia, like kind of hashing it out. I still stand with, Jasenia on that same forever. Yeah. Okay. So let's go through the arguments. Jasenia, MJ, you guys are with that Jasenia. I'm yeah, still with Jasenia. I'm with Jasenia because MJ Meredith, <laughs> if you will, um, <laughs> is like she's still t- still on that show, being like, uh, you know what? I'm not here to bring other people down. Like holding to it, and it's like, babe, we saw, we just watched it together. I yeah she was deny 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 you know there were two options on this show I uh, there was uh, apologizers and deniers and MJ was in that denier group where she you know especially when she says I'm here to lift other women up it's like you know we're we're not gonna buy your crystals after this MJ yeah like, that, that was the vibe it, it was that like it did feel like we were trying to get sold by her. And it's like, no, you got to give us some vulnerability. You got to, you know, yeah. we watch, we watch this whole thing. And like, Jasenia, like, I think we've said a lot on, the, I've said uh, many times where I'm like, yeah, she's not like my favorite contestant ever, but she was in this scenario. I was like, yeah, I don't even understand MJ's argument. Yeah, I, I felt the same. And it was another argument that I was just kind of like, what, like, let's move on. Yeah. Like, like, I really didn't care that much about either of them to be like, 
invested in in the argument especially with like yeah victoria sitting right there i'm like let's move on to the real gag you know well that's the thing like we spend so much time on drama that like okay what you're saying is right like the people that like got in that chair we don't know any of these people like we legitimately like just know katie and some fights and that's it like i did i you know victoria kind of goes in and does her like you know, Facebook commenter aunt maneuver where she just makes it about other things. She called everyone sensitive. And yes. basically that was oh her. Oh, my God. That was her big excuse <laughs> is that like, well, maybe you guys are just sensitive. It's like I wanted and maybe I wanted Victoria up on that hot seat <laughs> just to be like not accusing her. I just wanted to be like, what was your plan coming in? Yeah. Like, I understand the queen thing. You're wearing the crown. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, the joke's over. Now let's do, bo- you know, I want the inside the actor's studio of what you thought was going to happen with this attitude. Part of me, like, felt sorry for Victoria because yeah. I'm like, this wall and this attitude definitely comes from a place of she is I need to be the biggest, baddest bitch because there definitely was times in her life where she wasn't, I feel like. Or she was like, yes. And I did, when she was like, oh, but do you think maybe you're just sensitive? Like That sent me. I was like, if if I was a Victoria, like, fan, like, if, Kay, you said that to, like, someone you were arguing with, I would be like, yeah! (laughs) kind of like a really good read but um yeah i i just victoria i think thought she was gonna come on and people were gonna love her and that just was not the case i mean she went into the toolkit of every you know like offensive person you know Mm -hmm. oh people are just so sensitive oh you guys just don't get me i'm sarcastic i'm the funny one you don't get my jokes no no no. maybe we all got it and didn't like it maybe you know i don't know i don't know what the joke is and yeah i'm I'm not not laughing (laughs) yeah like and and, and it's uh, that was just her and mj and and now mj it probably hurts her to hear that she's like swept in with victoria but like they just again no vulnerability, no like. Yeah. Hey, I, I could have gone right. No where humility. I went left. No humility. You're right. And this and- was, this was kind of where Katie. I mean, since we're on it, this is like where Katie came in and they started talking to Katie about all the girls. And I was surprised, I very was surprised, surprised when Chelsea was like, um, she Chelsea well, kind of like. I was like, this is not your fight. Why are you jumping into this? It, and it standing felt, for the mean girls. It was weird. Well, it felt like there were two. It, it kind of, the, the women tell all is supposed to like let us in on like the inner workings yeah. of the house. This did let us in on the dynamic that seemed to Definitely. be forming. Because you saw that there were people that were, that were gossiping, shit talking, doing what people do. And then, and, and, and again, like I'm, I'm both of these people. Like I'm a shit talker. And I'm also the one that's like, eh, you know, you want to think that you're the one that's like, hey, enough already, you know, like, yeah, you know, same. so, you know, right. So you had Chelsea in this group of MJ, Victoria, Chelsea, where it was like, hey, the shit that goes on in the house isn't the business of The Bachelor. And then you had this Katie group with Jasenia being like, hey, this is, you know, The Bachelor should know that shit talking is going on. And didn't it feel like those two camps kind of erupted? 
Yeah, they did. And it felt and it it, it did feel really weird because I guess, um, yeah, the, the part when Chelsea was like, well, the house wasn't toxic until you called it out for being toxic. And I'm like, wait, I are we watching the same show? Yeah, but it does feel like <sighs> that is it, an it, argument it, that people do where they yeah. go. I mean, Chelsea's speaking for a certain group of people that like there you've met those people where they're like, listen, you know, if if the you know if the ref doesn't see it, it didn't happen, type of thing. It's you know, only like toxic that, if you make it toxic. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, it, 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 so like it has to be respected, and it kind of gives like Chelsea kind of gives Victoria a leg to stand on. Like we all thought, Victoria was this crazy person, but she seemed to have allies. She did seem to yeah, have Mari. Mari was an ally. Mari spoke yeah. up Mari, in who defense I was of like, "Girl, this is the when did, what, uh, the sea witch gave you back your voice all of a sudden." Like I <laughs> felt like she was <laughs> chiming into everything, and I was like, "I don't even remember you being on the show." No, that was that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she felt weird coming out and like defending all of these people because I'm like, "Oh wait, I completely forgot that you were here." And also, mm. what? Um well, well, dude, is there is there an argument? I guess Katie's argument, and and a little bit of it felt like they were upset, and maybe this is me being judgmental that Katie got the following, like Katie came mm-hmm. out of the show with the Instagram following, with you know, when you go on the show, it's I might get a husband, I might get famous, yeah. the The third option is irrelevancy, which is basically you embarrassed yourself to your friends and family. That's not, you know, I don't yeah. believe that they embarrass themselves, but you could feel that way coming off the show. So Katie I, got the other thing. I agree mm-hmm. that it felt a little bit like, and we all know and have friends that have gotten famous and people like love. And uh, at least I know I have people that uh, they're like, oh my God, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, they're not that great. That was yeah. kind of the vibe from Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Where yeah. I'm like that they was. got lucky, you know, like it's sure. like a... That's what it felt like to me. It was Chelsea was just like, yeah, I know her. And you know what? Well, She's not it, as great as everyone thinks. <laughs> you know you know how um, on Survivor they have like the hidden immunity idol? So they yeah. just like hide an immunity idol around the yeah. campsite <laughs> and you can use it to like stay on the show. It felt like the other people in the house felt that Katie found the hidden immunity idol and the hidden immunity idol was to just be anti-bullying because <laughs> that's what they, it was <laughs> because they were like there was a point where they were like you talk shit about sarah's dad which is on the top of moral mountain talking shit about someone's dad who's passing away they're like you're a bad person too and then katie um again the the moral of maybe today's podcast is changing your mind when new information is brought into play Katie says that she's like, I learned something new and I took it back and I grew from it. And it's like, okay, now I'm team Katie. Cause I'm like, yeah, that's called like becoming a mature adult. That could, that's called having humility as Kay said before, like, yeah. you know, and then you see Chris Harris in the corner, like, like shaking things, his head. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's also, that's just how things work. That's why like there's trials, you know, like <laughs> to give you information. And that's why there's a jury that deliberates because it's mm-hmm. like, we had to take into account all this information, but we just also found out this information. So now we have to decide who's guilty and who's not. Yeah. If um, I, if I found out that I hated someone whose parent was passing away, I'd be like, ah, oh, let me rethink kind of my perspective on that person. 
Like yeah. we would all yeah. do that. That's that's called you know being an adult with a nuanced context, you know, world that exists. You know. So yeah. let's move on to Brittany and Anna really quick. So they bring Brittany up, um, and you know this is the first time that we'd really we've obviously seen her since the show. And um, Chris talks to her about uh, Anna saying that you know bringing out this whole like rumor about her being a um, escort. Mm. And um, Anna apologizes, I mean, like crazy, because I think she knows. I mean, the second Brittany gets brought up onto that stage, you see Anna's face and she needs a better poker face because every time it pans <laughs> to her, she looks like she just smelled Anna, a fart. <laughs> I mean, such a just smelled a fart face, like a fart that she thought wouldn't be that bad and then ended up being so the much worst. worse than she had initially thought. It was a thought. shark. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> she's the only one that really like um, spoke up and uh, took accountability, at, you know, for her that, actions yeah. and like that's the way an apology. she did it. She like mm-hmm. gave an apology with no buts, no whatever. Like it was and just it, like, I'm sorry, I should not have done that. Um, I will say, if I was Brittany, I'd be reacting much differently to this rumor being spread about, like. If it, I would just be like, oh my God, LOL, like I wish I was an escort, haha. And I feel like it, that would have played much better than. Brit- Brittany had a tough, tight wire act to perform because she had to let people know how much it hurt her feelings while also not shaming sex workers. Yeah. Like, and it's like, you know, I agree that, Chris, that's probably the best way she could have gone is like, Oh man, like, you know, the money I could make, you know, like, you know, good for them. But Mm -hmm. she took the role. She kind of took that a little bit of a like, I have to go home now. And this is the first thing you get when you Google. And it's like, yeah, like, but, but also that's an honest perspective. She's not, you know, I, I kind of appreciate the honesty. She's like, yeah, I'm a little, I, I, if people would think that about me, like there is a point where like, I wish Chris Harrison could have asked questions that, that would have kind of been offensive. I, I I agree. Like like, do you date older people? What like I? It did feel like everyone was beating around the bush of like. And Victoria did this, of course. Victoria does the most offensive line of questioning. She's like, "Why would this come out out of nowhere? Yeah, is but it out of nowhere? Did, I'm like, mm-hmm. where is it from? Because then you can like like if you're like, I literally have no idea. But if it's like, yeah, I had an old older boyfriend, and then people thought that I was like. I was being paid for it. Well, I love the fact that Anna goes, you know, Chicago's a small town. (laughs) (laughs) Someone Googled. Who was it? I think we retweeted it and it was like someone Googled. It's like Chicago population 2.7 million or something like that. It's Um, actually not small at all. And, and the fact that she, the one thing is that she took so long to say something like she's had all this time and last night or when they recorded this was the first time she had actually um, apologized yeah. was in front well, that, of like an audience. That, that That's the thing about Anna where it's like, okay, fine. That, that's what, that's what comes from. That's what you get with a good apology you get. Cause Anna gave a good apology. And then like, you know, there's some people, us, we're all sitting here being like, took you three weeks. You couldn't send her a DM. Like what's wrong with you? Like, right. I, you know, like, uh, but you gave the good, you know, like, you give the good apology, so then people are going to move on from it, and then some people are going to go, ah, you know, Anna seems like it might be a little bit fake, but you get that like 
kind of like, you know, the discussion at least. And it's like, it shows you, but MJ and Victoria aren't even smart enough to make that decision. Yeah. That's, I'm like, this is where with Bachelor, sometimes I'm like, I wish it was more like a Bravo, like Housewives reunion kind of thing. Because if this was a Housewives reunion, Anna would be like popping out her phone and being like, boom, here are the DMs that I got <laughs> saying this. This is why I believe this. Here are printouts. But Bachelor is very much more just like... um sweep everything under the rug i i do think given the circumstance Brittany was very um elo- eloquent about her responses yeah, about all of it oh Brittany was great she was absolutely great and like the distinction between how she entered the show and how what she kind of turned into on the show is so stark and, and like mm-hmm. to me like if you again like if we're looking at like what's the positive of that situation Okay, someone who's going to accuse someone of being a an escort sees the consequences of their action and sees a person literally go from like glowing force to like muted person. Like, yeah, it, it, it was interesting to see. Like, if we're t- taking learning moments away, like I I would love to see Brittany on Paradise. I hope she kind of gets her like gets her groove back a little bit. I I hope that this doesn't like stick with yeah. her, you know. I hope this isn't what she's remembered for in Bachelor World. Agreed. Agreed. Also because there were so many rumors about Katie being bachelorette. I don't think she is. And I think I don't that, think she is either. I think they I did think announce it at the Women Tell All and I think that they edited it out. That's what I felt. How, how and so so I I I had someone message me that and I was like how do you take that back? How do you roll that one back? They like, have put someone on the cover of Us Weekly as the Bachelorette and then took it back. Like, oh, the really? Weekend. Yes. That's why I'm like, they've done this before. And Katie put on her Instagram story last night her throwing a rose out of her car window. And it was like, see ya, or something was on it. So I think that she was named. I bet you any money it's either... Brie or Michelle is going to be the Bachelorette and something like fucked up happens in the finale to them from Matt or something. Because I, I really, I do think, because the, the way he was talking and he was like, so she just kept being like, I'm ready now. Like, I'm ready to find love. I know who I am. And it felt like the lead up to him being like, which brings us to our big announcement. But they never did that. And I think because in the spoilers that I had read where it said Katie was bachelorette. It said they announced it at the women tell all. And that's how it leaked. So I think that Mm. those rumors are, are no longer true. After last night, how do we feel about Katie bachelorette? How would you feel about it? Would you be excited? Kind of just not excited on the, uh, uh, let's give it excited. Don't care at all. uh, Upset by it. Where would you land on that? I would rather see Michelle or Brie. But I I don't care, I guess. If Katie was Bachelorette, I'd be like, well, that's fine. Sure. I think I... I, I'm a Katie fan. I think I would like it. Um, I think she would be fun. uh, And it would be interesting to actually see a... um, Because we haven't really gotten to see her be like... Have like emotions, like real emotions. Like her and Matt were like buds. Yeah, like yeah, I want to yeah. see her actually like someone, and um, I think she could hold a room of guys. She sort of gives me like, um, 
Hannah Kate, Brown vibes. I was going to say, you know? she like, uh, she's like a Caitlin Bristow mixed with Hannah Brown. Yeah. Like kind of just like edgier, but can like hold her own shit. I, th- I think I would like it. I'd be down for that. What about you? I would, I would be down for it. Um, I think last night, like she literally like took on the whole group. Like I, it was nice to see her have like that type of spunk to be able to like defend. She never is bad. She's always good at defending herself. So I think she'd be good at like calling out the guys. Um, yeah. So I think mm-hmm. she would lead. A, she would lead a good show, I think. And yeah, I agree. But I, I, I do agree. Also, it's not like I'm sitting there being like, here we go strapping. But I'm also a Katie fan. I think I'm biased, too, because she's she's a fan, I think, of this show, too. So I, I, I think like. I definitely have some bias with that. Yeah, I mean, I I do. Don't get me wrong, like Katie. I just think I, that that's not what's gonna happen. Mm. Okay, wait. I gotta say one more thing. I saw a really amazing tweet last night uh, from Bachelor Gems, and this is about Brittany and uh, you know the fact that all this escort stuff was brought up and this bachelor gems goes, it's almost like the bachelor could have not aired these rumors that affected Brittany's life forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's Very almost true. like we could have watched them stick their fucking hands into some bugs instead of talking about Brittany being an escort. See, they I had wish three th- extra th- dates. <laughs> I they wish brought that's what JoJo Anna and said. Tasha on, and we I, didn't get to see it. <laughs> I wish that that's what Anna had said. I wish Anna had been like, "I'm the bad one. You're the one that made it the central focus while we were eating goddamn Fear Factor bugs." So and you tell that me is who's the best. The that is the best argument is to just make it someone. You know, the the producers' problems. It, yeah, like I, this is not <laughs> Loki. Yeah, Anna should not have done that, but. Also, like <laughs> the producers yeah. shouldn't have well, shown it. Well, so let's let's talk about the three cut dates. Like, so yeah. I, I I I heard that one of them was cut because it was Peter and Kelly, and they had just broken up. And I'm like, we're the ones that hosted it, and it's like, uh-huh. why does that matter to the Bachelor? Why does that matter? Like, I don't these- know. But also, do they not go on Twitter? Like, nobody cares about Peter or Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean. Pete, People legitimately do not like Peter. Like I, I've, I, I talk about him. I talk about him on stage sometimes. And when I say the name Peter, I'm like, oh, I like The Bachelor. Peter. Everyone turns into like boo, boo. Like they can't like control themselves from booing him. And just it's, the the thought of his name. He also has because I looked up for um, an Instagram story like the top ten followed Bachelor alumni, and he's like top four, which is surprising. Really, his, his season was very talked about. I think yeah. the way, yeah, the way he went out, the way his mom came into the play, um, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense that he that he has a big following. But he, but the interesting part about the three days that were cut is like they were fun. Like I felt like I got to know the girls more in those cut dates than I did even on the show. Agreed. Totally. Although I, the fear factor date, I was like, I, that was so bizarre. I'm like, why would you film that and not show it? <laughs> like, yeah, that must have taken quite a bit of production work and stuff. Why not show that? I, I think they didn't want to look like crazy because it well, did it, seem it, crazy. It, it, it did. I mean, it, it, from the produ- like as far as like making the producers look bad, it's like you put you made them risk their lives with like 
deathly bugs for a guy that they barely got to talk to? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You know, like, it did feel like every time Chris brought up one of the dates, um, <laughs> they were like, he's like, remember what's in the box? And then they, like, all the women kind of look at each other like, it was like the, it was like a like a guy they regretted hooking up with. They're like, oh, yeah, what's in the box? I guess we'll talk about that. You know, uh-huh. like, they were, like, embarrassed. I don't know. I feel like we should have... These things are so much fun. Like I would yeah. have much rather have seen these dates than like see all this drama all the time. Like at least a little bit. Just um, like God forbid. I said God forbid we, um, you know, actually enjoy the episode instead of going to bed <laughs> angry <laughs> every yeah. like, there, Monday there was night. Ju- there was just a bad. I, I would say like that. That's a kind of the overarching like review of the season is they didn't mix it well. Like it was too much, too much of one thing and not enough of everything. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Even at the all the way through, because I think the women to law was the same way where it was like when we talked to Abigail, that was great. Like, we love Abigail. No, I I can't imagine anyone has anything bad to say about her. She's so charming and so sweet. Um, Another one that I would I would like to see Bachelorette. But as we've discussed, uh, I think it would ruin her (laughs) because she's so like sweet and nice. Mm. Um. And then the Serena, Serena P stuff. I, I, the thing with Serena P, I'm like, I, if I was her, I'd be like, enough. I don't like him. I'm over yeah. it. It's done. Right. Period. Yeah. Like, I mean, even when Matt comes out, Matt finally comes out and with a beard. It, with a beard. <laughs> somebody goes, somebody goes, um, tell me you're single without telling oh, me you're saw. single. And it was Matt with a <laughs> beard. Fine. <laughs> um, but you know, he comes out and one of the first questions they ask him are like, it's like, do you have anything to say to Serena? And I think Matt was going to pick Serena. Yeah. He was like, hi, I think, Matt, I think he was so torn up because I think Matt wanted to pick Serena and she went you home. And then at that point, like have. we talked about it last week, like, what do you do when the person who actually <laughs> wanted has like sends himself home and then you have to pick well, from three girls that you, you s- <laughs> <laughs> you go after her you jump that fucking vent um you put a tracker on her car you put a tracker no. on her car and you eventually get a restraining order pressed against Insane. you um not funny although factual uh-huh. um the the serena p thing like i think matt was attracted to her it, it kind of got the vibe that like she's like it felt like she's gonna do like i'm young i gotta be single type of thing like it felt like she was that type and Matt's disappointed at the at the prospect of the at the prospects of casual. You know, like at the, at the prospects of 23-year-old who's just here to hang instead That's, of yeah. like instead of like well, I will be needing an engagement. You know, like it, it felt like that's what was cuz like there was a lot made of like Matt is so traumatized by this breakup and I'm like I'm sitting there being like, Matt's going to be just fine. Like he is going to go on every guy's trip ever. He's going to find, he's going to be at the bar with Tyler. I'm sure some young, beautiful woman might approach her, him and Tyler once or twice. Like, I I don't think he's sitting there being like the one that got away. I don't think that's his, I I think he's the, I think for Matt, it was the, the situation that got away. Yes. I I agree with you that it seemed like 
he was like, but she's like the cool, chill one. Yes. <laughs> like, like he was like, she's the one that is actually on the same wavelength as me. Like, I felt like he wanted to be when she was like, I'm just not like there. He wanted to be like, I'm not there either. Let's yeah, hang yeah. out. <laughs> Let's get drunk and text each other and hook up sometimes. Like, well, that's like when he told Rachel, Rachel's like, you're meeting my family. Like, did you ask for my hand? And he's like, let's just have fun. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> right. She's not here to have fun. This is very serious. Like, yeah. Serena's here to have fun. Very serious to her. Let's do some would you rathers. You ready? Yeah. All right. Um, Chris and I, we have the same would you rather? And I think that brings us to our next kind of topic. Yeah, so let's do it. I, I would I, I said show up to Nima Cohen to get sent home or show up to the woman tell all to get cut out. Ooh. Yo. <laughs> what would you rather? And and to those at home, if you don't know, I didn't realize until the end of the episode when I got all these messages, supposedly Heather, who mm-hmm. showed up at the Nima Cohen, like, you know, uh, that all of us thought that was quite a move. We were all kind of anti-Heather on this podcast. Showed up to the Nima Cohen, got sent home within 15 minutes after quarantining for two weeks. And then supposedly she's at the women tell all, but gets cut out of the whole episode. She is at the women tell all. And I, um, I got a ton of DMs from you guys being like, Hey, who's the blonde girl in the back? Like she has long hair. They're not showing her at all. We'll just get like small glimpses of her. Like didn't show her at all. And then finally somebody sent, the picture i send it to you guys it is heather she turns around for one second and you can see her face imagine well it's it's like you know we all kind of know a heather person i think everyone listening has a heather in their life where it's like the person who's pushing too hard to be at the things that you're like we don't need you at the things and it's like it's like the person who's like oh you guys are doing brunch today like you know heather kind of like feels like she's just showing up at all these things <laughs> in her life and it's like and, and even abc is like just cut her out she, you know we had to have her cuz we felt weird like it's like yeah. do you know that person doesn't it feel like mm-hmm. that she represents that it does oh. seem like that. I wonder if they did do a segment with her and it was like brutal or like it was just like they were too mean. And then after seeing the response of her on the show, they were like, just cut it. Like nobody just liked cut it. it. <laughs> uh, that takes some like fine editing to like edit out a background I'm, person from the whole thing. <laughs> I saw a picture yeah. where it was like the it was because she was on Katie's side of the room. So it was like. Eight of them, because it was 15 women. Did, so, again, is she included in the 15? Or was there 16 and they, they said there was 15? I, I, do we know this? I I, I didn't even I think about know. that. I, I was, didn't think I about was it. too busy wondering where the hell Sarah was. Oh, I, Sarah. I honestly forgot about Sarah until they brought her up in the first, like, um you know, like montage, like recap mm. that they did on the on the episode. I was like, oh, yeah, Sarah. I forgot See, about her completely. Thing, I, I was like ready to be like, she probably didn't want to come because it was all negative stuff. But also if her dad is still sick, like with COVID, maybe it's too big of a risk to like. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. But there was a bunch of people that weren't there. So. But it just was interesting that they showed this picture of like the eight women and then there's just like one that was kind of just like 
One picture just shows that it's eight of them, and then they show the same kind of picture from behind, and there's another woman who's blonde there. Yeah. yeah. So it's like there was an active decision <laughs> to, to cut her out. Rid- to oh. cut her out. And, and again, yeah. I, I agree with what you just said about the audience. Like all three of us were just like, yeah, this is annoying. This person's annoying. We hate that this is a, a storyline on the show. Like they could have just had those fun dates instead of Heather showing up Thank in, a, you. In, in a car. Like totally. That, the time works out. So like, what do you think? What would you rather show up to Nima Collin, get kicked out after 15 minutes of after two weeks of quarantine or get caught out completely from the women tell all? I think, I think it caught out completely from the women tell all. At least there's no, there's less shame in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like, you know what T yeah. I would rather, I was about to say maybe, um, name a call-in because like i wouldn't want to even go to the women tell all to like re-see those girls who like bullied me off the show already but i yeah honestly i would rather um be cut out of the women tell all because there is less there's less shame yeah Yeah, that was good i I, the 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 biggest issue about getting cut out of the women tell all is that one that thing where you go well, I got something big cooking going to L.A. Like you have to like roll back all because I'm sure Heather's the type to like do the annoying, vague Instagram story lead up to something. So I'm sure she had to roll all that back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I think the whole thing was just <laughs> the whole the whole thing with Heather was just bizarre. Uh, yeah, it's bizarre. It was a lot really of bizarre, bizarre choices recently on Bachelor. Okay, so let's go to our top choices. Top choice for um, Bachelorette and top choice for um, the winner. You guys My go top first. choice for both is Michelle. And I I feel like whoever wins this season, I, I don't think this season ends in a relationship <laughs> to I begin agree. with. So, yeah, I agree. yeah, I think Michelle for both. Who do I think actually is going to win? Rachel. God, <laughs> but I do uh, think right, like that does seem to it be seemed, it the case. Yeah, it seems where we're going. Um, and again, like that kind of relates to Matt James and kind of all the assumptions we made about him, as far as like he's not looking for an engagement. Rachel kind of presents that the most casual option, you know, of the three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. As, you know, whereas Michelle seems like. I'm serious. Let's let's do this. This is a real relationship. Uh, Bree kind of feels that way, especially the way Bree's mom, you know, approached Matt. Like Matt knows, like I can't go in here with the mom watching over us, like calling out my bullshit. So it's like, you know, Rachel yeah. kind of presents the easiest breakup. She's the closest <laughs> Some, to being Serena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but my top choice, I you know, I think Katie would be a great bachelorette. I I just liked watching her last night. I like her general disposition on social media. She has a lot of JoJo to her um, for me. Um, so that was kind of like, I, I thought last night she, again, just played the pe- played the pieces better. Okay, yeah. I, I, I hear you. I think uh, for my top pick, I think it's, I would, Who are my choices again? We have Brie. We have. I think I would love it for Michelle for to. I want her to win, but I think she's not. But that's who I'd want to win. And for Bachelorette, um, 
I think Abigail would be great. I yeah. think she would be great. I think she'd be loved. I do hope that she can, like, if she were to be Bachelorette, she could hold this, you know, hold a room with all of these men because she is kind of, you know, she's not, like, very outspoken. And I, I just think, um, uh, I don't know. I think she would be fun, though. I would, I'd be really excited to see her and, like, have this inclusivity. Like, you know, Bachelor keep, needs to keep doing this stuff. And um, But I did see someone say that The Bachelor was just using Abigail for clout. Oh. Mm. It was the Black, I mean, La- Black Lorettes. Uh, they're big on Instagram now. They've been doing a lot of stuff. They're an incredible account. But they did say that. And I was like, you know what? That's not far off. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Time will tell. I think I'm time like, will tell. Jared, we'll do you have out. a minute for us this week? I got a minute. Let's do ready? it. Ready? We're ready. Today, I want to talk to the Bachelor producers about bloopers. None of us came here for the bloopers. Chris Harrison, every time you bring up we got bloopers, you make it sound like we're begging for these bloopers. Nobody's sitting at home. Yeah, nobody's sitting at home being like, oh my God, I can't wait to see the bloopers. We don't care about the bloopers. We don't want to see the bloopers. We don't want it. We're not sitting at home. We're not a bunch of losers sitting at home being like, oh my God, hot people are just like us. Look at, they make, they make mistakes too. Look at, they trip in the woods too. Oh my God, he stepped in poop. No, no, no. We want to watch hot people have heartbreak. We want hot people to fall in love, out of love, so that us uglies can realize that it is they they are only they can experience heartbreak too, and having abs isn't that great. And for that reason, the bloopers make me feel like more of a loser and less connected to the people on the show than ever. Yeah. Hey, I stand by that. The bloopers like he'll literally be like, You guys asked for him. It's like Nobody yes. asked. No, man. Did you we asked for like, better dates. What? <laughs> I yeah. tweeted like that, the famous meme of uh, Tiffany New York Pollard when she's like waiting on In Flavor of Love where she's like leaning against the wall. You definitely. In the bed. Yes. Oh, I know. Oh, uh, I have that, the same on my America, phone. That's <laughs> America. Like that's America when they're like, well, America, you've been asking for it. Here are the bloopers. And it, it's like. It, eh. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's just like, I'm like, we, it's like Rihanna, we want new music. And she's like, here's makeup. You know, it's the same. <laughs> it actually <laughs> makes me sad to think of the people who are excited for the bloopers. Yeah. Like if, yeah. That, if that person exists, I'm like, I think that person need, we need to sit with them and go, Hey, are you okay? Like you, you needed the bloopers in your life. You know, there are, they're horrible. I can't. I can't deal. I, I can so. already feel the DMs coming in, being like, "I love bloopers." <laughs> <laughs> well, who won the week? Let's do who won the week. Uh, for me, who won this week? I would have to say, um, who won this week? You guys go first. I'm trying to think of who I think won this week because I don't I'll say think I liked who anybody. Who won this week? ABC executive producers because they are play like the dancing with the devil doing whatever they need making so much money here we all are talking about how awful everything is but we're all still watching it so i think uh financially speaking abc has won this week wow i gotta i i think that's correct i think they 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 see the pot and then they just keep on stirring but i i gotta give the the winner of the week is matt james Matt, nobody has gotten through 
breaking up with 15 people better than Matt James. When they were not one person disliked him, and I think Matt James is the master of saying, like, of not saying anything while sounding like he means it. Like, all of these women <laughs> thanked him. They go, do you have anything yes. to say? They're thanking him. They're like, Matt, thank you so much. It felt like Matt went on 15 good first dates, and he never got past that with any of these people. And they're like, thank you for showing me what a good first date can be. Thank you. If you want me to work for you, I'll work for free. Like, they would do anything for him. I so agree. Matt James, it, just like Tyler C. Tyler C. coached Matt James, was like, say, be nice, be honest, say nothing, sound like you mean it. And Matt James played that song the whole season, and now he's walking out of this a beloved figure of Bachelor Nation. It's yeah, that, crazy to me. That is very true. I also think, though, um, to argue it slightly, sure. I feel like the season wasn't about Matt James at all. Totally. You're right. I feel like the reason why he won is because it was not focused on him in the slightest. <laughs> like, we we still don't know that much about Matt, and um, but we know everything about, like, or all the drama, at least, about these women. I feel like that's what the whole show was centered on. Like, not the dates. They cut out all the dates. They, yeah. um, and would rather show these girls fighting instead or show, you know, um, people spreading rumors instead of showing the dates that Matt would have gone on with these women. So I You're think that that could be why he won. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I mean, I always think of like, why do people hate Peter? I think Peter's the guy you actually date who indecisive, not sure. And Matt James is the guy you wish you date where he's like totally sure, but it just didn't work out. It fizzled, you know, like it's mm -hmm. like, and it's just interesting, but you're right. I, I do agree. This was, the season was about the drama in the house. That was the, that was everything. And you know, I guess there's a million different reasons for that, you know, production producers. Yeah. I think Victoria is somewhat to blame. I think when there's one person who's like, I should talk no matter what, it just attracts yep. shit talkers and that's what happens. Um, yeah. The, but I agree with you. It, it, this wasn't the Matt James season as much as it was the everyone hates each other season. Yeah. Yes. That's also the why everyone loves Tyler C's because mm. everything in the season was focused on all the shitty people like Luke and stuff around him. So we really didn't get a chance Tyler's to bar find, was low. If I know if totally. there yeah, was anything bad about him. So, well, listen, Tyler's only way, Tyler's claim to fame was when someone said, I didn't want to have sex with you. He goes, Totally get it. Totally cool. And that's like, <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, oh my whoa, God. A feminist icon. You're like, what? I was like, that's the bare okay. fucking minimum. <laughs> like, that's what you should be saying if a woman doesn't yeah. want to have sex with you. Yeah. A Seems feminist like, icon. Yeah. Yes. Crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, this week was a lot, but um, make sure you guys come back next week. I think it's the finale next week, right? Is it? Is it the finale? I think it's Fantasy Suites next, or Fantasy Suites slash Final Rose. Yeah, I think it is. Okay. So this was is. our last week seeing Chris Harrison until further okay. notice. Um, but yeah, we'll be, we'll be back next week. Like I said, make sure you guys are rate, reviewing, and subscribing, subscribing wherever you're listening. You can follow us on Instagram at The Bachelor and on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. You can follow me at KYorkCity. And me at Fat Carrie Bradshaw. 
and me at Jared Freed, and we'll be back uh, next week with, with, with more. All right. Bye, guys. Betches.